0: My favorite toy growing up was Creepy crawlers. So of course, your favorite toy now would be Clone-A-Willie.
1: Clone-A-Willie. I just clone a pussy, actually.
0: These are replicas of your dick or pussy that you can use as a vibrator. They're super fun, great to do to spice up your bedroom life. Unless you're in my case when you just have to do it with your brother because you have no one to do it with. Just the process of making
1: it is the most fun, I think.
0: These are 100% body safe. They're made in Portland. You can get 20% off now by going to clonawilly.com and entering promo code MOM. You got to try this. clonawilly.com, enter promo code MOM for 20% off. I think I've heard my mom talk about her sex life to me like three times.
1: As far as I know, they've had sex four times and it resulted in four children. My parents are openly
0: talking about it all the time. It's disgusting. Welcome to Sex Talk with my mom. I'm Cam Poder.
1: And I'm Karen Lee Poder. My mother is a self-proclaimed sex expert and cougar. And my son is a self-proclaimed stand-up comic, mime, and clown. But not the red-nosed client.
0: Thank you for for specifying. I don't dress up like a goddamn clown. No,
1: I just thought, I just wanted to accept that I did see a picture of you dressed completely like a mime. Sometimes I dress like a mime. That's accurate.
0: Anyway, we host this podcast where we talk about sex because it's not talked about enough in our culture. By talking about it, we're destigmatizing it. We're bringing out, you know, by opening up about it, you begin to own it and you stop experiencing so much shame around it. How do you like that? I thought you
1: just said it very concise and very good. Very well done. And today's episode is an awesomely open episode and it has literally changed my entire viewpoint about uh swinging
0: yeah you too i mean i i like sex when it's emotionally involved so it was interesting to hear his perspective on how emotional sex fits into the swinging lifestyle
1: yeah it was an interesting takeaway
0: anyway so carol and david of the sexylifestyle.com come on our show they're swingers they host the incredibly sex educational podcast called the sexy lifestyle with carol and david they have an incredible backstory and uh, don't
1: tell them they
0: they answer all of our questions this is like swing swingers on one.
1: yeah and what's what's interesting is it, it's not what you think it is it's not like everybody's just having this massive group orgy it's a lot it of it is like it, it, it's graduated it's like you, you can be just voyeurs or you could be exhibitionists you don't have to do any kind of touching with any other couple besides your own i mean there's a lot of different variations
0: It's a way to to enhance your sex life and spice it up, which is like
1: one of the biggest questions we get.
0: Right. And so we go into step-by-step details on how to get involved in this
1: lifestyle. Did you think that they were kind of like, like if I went to their lifestyle retreat, were they assuming that I was going to swing with them? Oh, yes. And they were very excited about you having you there. And I think they were excited about having my boyfriend there.
0: They were definitely excited to have your boyfriend there.
1: I actually thought at one point I told my boyfriend, and he thought I was talking about having you come there instead of having him come there. What the fuck? Yeah. And I, he goes, That's where I draw the line. I'm like, No, they don't want me and Cam. They want me and you. Then oh he was like, my God. Then it was all up for it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Guys, we are doing this new fun thing called the morning after show. It's been awesome so far. Basically, we put on an episode a few days after this one airs where we play your responses and reactions to the episode. Whether that's a comment or a question, you can call in, leave us a voicemail.
1: At yes, text mom.
0: Yes, text mom. Just type it into your phone. Give us a call. And uh, we, we'll be able
1: to respond to you on air, which is which is phenomenal. It is literally so fun and funny. So check out the one right, right before this if you want to get a glimpse of what that's like the morning after show.
0: We're also doing a live show on May 9th in Los Angeles. If you're around, come on out to the Lyric Hyperion at 8 p.m. You can get tickets online. On, on May 9th. On May 9th on our Facebook page. And the last thing we wanted to mention is that if you enjoyed this interview... You can go to voiceamerica.com and hear our interview with Carol and David on their podcast, uh, which is another full hour of wonderful content. Woohoo! Without further ado, Mother, would you like to sing?
1: And let me tell you about the birds and the bees and the swingers on the trees. Finally, it kind of works. Yeah. Carol and David, welcome to the show.
2: Hi, everyone. I'm Carol.
3: And I'm David. Thanks, uh, Cam and Karen, for inviting us onto your amazing podcast.
0: We're so excited to have you. We called you pioneers in in the swinging lifestyle, but you corrected me earlier and said you just got thrown into this, and for the past 12 years, you've been experimenting in it.
3: We did. You know, about 12 years ago, uh, Carol and I got dumped. Her Carol's ex-husband is married to my ex-wife. And uh, so we got dumped
1: on the same day. We got dumped
2: Wait, on the same okay, day. Okay, So, what does that mean exactly? Yeah,
0: l- last time we <laughs> chatted about this, we didn't, yeah. I, I wanted to go into more detail. So, if we can, let's stay here for a little bit and then we'll move on to the swinging lifestyle. I mean, you,
1: got, you guys were like going out to dinners and, you know, going to concerts together. And then one day, someone, both both of the spouses come up to you and say, It, hey, it, it. kind
2: of worked like that. We were friends and neighbors at the cottage. Our kids skied together and, um, you know, we just knew each other. And yeah, we did exactly that, had dinners and stuff.
3: But the root cause was was our marriages were already on the way out. They were, you know, stale, boring, sexless. And sex is such an important part of relationships. We always say that relationships start in the bedroom and end in the bedroom. And if you're not having great sex... your relationships not gonna last, so ours didn't.
2: And it was they were both very fragile when our exes met each other, and right. right? they fell for each other in front of our eyes. It was not there was no cheating. It was Whoa. not something that happened behind our backs. Oh, you uh, you, saw you saw them stop. connect, and, and. Yeah. Wow. Everybody saw it, not just us. It was obvious to everybody. Unfortunately, uh, so no one was really surprised um, after and ne- about six months. Neither and of you day- brought
1: it up to the to your spouse at the time and say, "Hey, what's going on with you?" and so on and so on. Yeah, actually,
2: yeah, I did a little <laughs> bit. But but
3: you know what, Karen? Um, the day we got dumped, it was uh, just before Christmas on December twenty first. At the time, it was like the worst day of our lives. But looking back now, it was the best fucking day of our lives wow. because our, our lives together have been amazing we're best friends we're best lovers and we get to talk to so many hundreds of thousands of people about you know the fact that it's never too late to start again if something's not going good you need to communicate but if it doesn't work Just move on. You can't live in a a relationship that's no good.
0: Yeah, totally. And so for you guys, was it an immediate connection or was it something that built and and how did that happen? No,
3: it was an immediate amazing blowjob. She (laughs) pulled my cock out after we got dumped. We said, we have to have this monkey sex. And we did. And then we worked. Through our divorces together and got closer and closer. So
2: it was an immediate connection where we had sex. And, you know, we learned from the mistakes that we had in our, our previous relationships. We realized that you, there's got to be a reason why we're going through all this shit, right? So we said maybe it's because we have to learn those lessons. And we did. And we forced ourselves and made sure we made a pact that we will not tell lies, keep secrets. We're going to be open and honest from the very first. And respect first- each other minute Mm -hmm. that we were together, we had great sex.
3: And then we booked this vacation to Temptation in Cancun.
2: About two years after we'd been together. Yeah. Yeah.
3: And those two years were, we weren't monogamous with each other. We were out there um, booty calling, fucking. Well, certainly
2: for the first year. But after that, I think we were a couple after that. After the first
3: year. Yeah, but I mean, there was a lot of exploration that we were doing out there with other people. And then we decided to go to Temptation in Cancun, which is a topless optional resort. Adults only. Um, Adults only. It was not a swingers resort. And uh, we just sat on the beach and we met this couple from uh, Amsterdam who started... talking to us about swinging and the lifestyle.
2: And we noticed they were a little bit different at the beginning because although it was topless place, this guy was rubbing sunscreen all over his wife's breasts. And for me, I said, oh, my gosh, that's just too weird. David, don't even think you're going to do that to me. (laughs) However... Um, by the end of the week, I think you were doing it to me, oh, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was
3: massaging lots of sunscreen into her tits, which unfortunately got burnt on yeah. that trip because they oh, weren't careful. used to seeing the sun. Right, you weren't right. you
0: weren't doing enough massaging, I guess.
2: That was the first <laughs> time. Right.
1: Was that the first time you went to like a topless vacation?
2: N- not me, actually. When I was younger, I've traveled all over Europe and I've been to many topless places in the south of France. And that's why I had no problem with David booking this place. I was very comfortable being topless like I was burnt but I was comfortable being topless so uh, Had you ever done the- swinging before that? No, we had I'd never even heard of swinging before I met those people. They were the very first swingers I had ever met in my life. So I had a million questions. And, and
3: like- we we went in, we were very sexually open-minded. Right. You know, we had had great sex with other people uh, from our divorce to the time we got there. You were there topless, you'd been to the south of France and so on and so forth. And now this couple's telling us about this Whole lifestyle of conventions and trips. So we were re- both
2: very curious. Very we asked curious. lots of questions. And yeah, we didn't run away, that's for sure. Yeah. And so at the end of the day, each day after the beach, and we went in to shower and get ready for dinner and stuff, Dave and I had lots of great conversations over dinner about what we learned.
3: Would we? Could we? Should we? <laughs> yeah. And yeah. one thing led to another after three or four days. And they asked us, hey, do you guys want to play tonight? And, you know, in the lifestyle, playing is like um, getting naked and fucking.
2: Mm hmm.
0: <laughs> and so was it were those initial conversations uncomfortable for you guys, or was it pretty was the relationship established on such openness that it was like a normal conversation?
2: It was definitely a normal conversation for us, and I think the fact that we were both probing because we were both curious about it uh, and we happened to find a great source of information that you know we were definitely open about talking about all of it, Abs- not uncomfortable at all
3: absolutely, and after so many years we Um, can actually go into a group of people we can go places and almost tell who are sexually open-minded who are swingers just by questions and how they speak and how they um, interact with each other Um, you know when you go to a swingers party the couples are always together the husband
0: sorry sorry go on
3: the husband and wife or the the boyfriend, partners. girlfriend, the <laughs> partners are always together. If you go to a vanilla party and vanilla, excuse me, is like the muggles of the Harry Potter word, world. <laughs> so they're the, the non-swingers. Um, the guys are here and the girls are at the other side of the room. So you can tell swingers interact. You can see the love and the strength in their relationship wherever they are in public. So that's um,
1: wild. You know, it's so funny because that's one thing I hated when I was a, a, a couple when I was married for so long is that we'd. I, I like, why are we going out on a Saturday night? I feel like I'm at lunch with my girlfriends because we'd all yeah. the right. girls would sit on one side, the guys are talking about sports. Yeah. I always wanted to be like in the middle so I could hear both sides of the conversations. Uh-huh. <laughs> but it's weird that you can, I would have thought that the swingers would be the ones that were, you know, intermingling and that the couples would be together. But you're saying it's the exact
2: opposite. Absolutely. The couples
3: mingle as couples.
2: Yes. We do mingle a lot. We talk to a lot of people, but we're always holding hands or next to each other or leaning up against each other while we're talking to other people so what makes an ideal couple for swinging would you say well first of all you have to have great communication swinging helps to build your communication skills but you have to start off with a very like you said you can't be uncomfortable talking about sex if you're going to want to be in the swinging lifestyle but
3: when when you meet another couple and there's compatible couples for everybody out there uh, one of the things is that both carol and i have to be comfortable with the other couple and attracted to them because in the lifestyle, nobody takes one for the team. So if it's not good for one or the other, it doesn't happen.
0: I, I find it hard for myself to even find one person that exactly. I'm attracted to. Imagine. It,
3: it is very challenging. Absolutely.
0: So, when, what do you what, what, Why are you it, stammering? Because I, I am curious if if you're looking let's do a little experiment. If If you're looking at either of us, my mom and I would yes. would either of us do well in the swinging lifestyle off the Karen, bat? Karen, for sure. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we're not, we're, Cam is on the fence?
3: Cam, you know, we found out he's a little conservative. He's very <laughs> old-fashioned. It might be a little harder, but, you know, Karen, being the type of person you are who, you know, really is out there and, the and, and confident and... Um, uh, I, I think when uh, Dr. Nancy Sutton-Pearson, Mark, who's good friends of ours, and and us get you to come to one of her Hito yoga retreats, you're going to have an absolute blast because you don't know what it's all about until you're actually there.
2: Oh, but you don't God. have to
3: swing. You and you don't that. have to swing. Yeah, 50% I, I, of the people that go to these I, resorts or cruises don't play. They don't swing. They just come for that erotic experience.
1: And I think that's what's interesting. Before we were talking about it, it's like watching... Um, live porn I think that's a really good interesting way of putting it because my, yes. my boyfriend and I always watch porn together it's not, not always but always we, watch porn I mean together. it's not always but we do watch porn together okay and and we and we fantasize together and we talk about like oh what if you were fucking her what if you know and and it's part of our like role-playing type of thing so I could see where we would definitely be comfortable as voyeurs or exhibitionists that kind of thing where I'm concerned is that you say well you have to have a strong solid base of trust and everything else but my boyfriend has like a little bit of an ADD issue. I could see him going off and forgetting about me, you know, not because we I mean, have a bad relationship, but that's his personality. So I, I would I would think that there, some people would have a more difficult time, you know, if the couple wasn't 100% on the same page.
2: Well, we always say that swinging's is for anybody, but it's not for everybody. <laughs> I love that so line. So you just got to talk about it and find out if it could fit your style or not.
3: And Karen, in advance, if you were to ever even consider... Talking about it, you guys have to set up your rules and your expectations, expectations and, your and your boundaries yeah. and your limits. Yeah. And we always say to newbies who are going into this, set them up, go do what you want to do, don't change them on the fly if you see something you like that you want to try, come home, talk about it, and go back and do it again. Oh, that, that's
1: great like, advice too. I think that's that's you know because again you can just get, yeah baby you get steps, caught up in it. And next thing you know, you're like having anal sex with everybody at the beach. Right now, now trust, me,
3: tr- <laughs> trust me. If you're having anal sex anywhere, you have to make sure you bring lube with you. <laughs> that's right. To, I w-
1: yeah. Can, I w- can
0: you give us some examples of like w- for you guys? What is th- what are some of the boundaries or defining characteristics of this re- of your re- personal? Ooh, good well, question,
2: our Cam. rules are basically we say we only have one rule. It's same room, same bed, same pile. We
3: love foursomes and moresomes
2: and we play together <laughs> all the time, close enough to touch each other. So that's how we do it. And that why why
1: why us. why why do you think that that's a necessity?
3: Oh. Well we want to, we, we, we still want to be connected you know we're in we 're swingers, but we 're emotionally monogamous. so when we go into a swinging environment it 's like creating live porn. I love watching Carol suck a cock or two cocks at the same time or getting fucked, and she loves watching another woman ride my cock or sit on my face, and it turns us all on and after every swinging experience, we go home and have mind blowing sex but the, the there 's no emotional um, connection. Um, between Between us us fucking other other people. It's a total arousal for us. The emotional connection and sex is between the two of us. And you can't swing if you're not a strong couple. So uh, when we go into a swinging um, uh, playtime situation... Um, we we always go in with like, okay, this is what we're looking for tonight. I do have to be very honest and say there's been more than one occasion where I've gotten myself into trouble. And, you know, that trouble creates even more conversation between the two of us and discussion and communication as to, you know, I didn't like this, you know, you should do that. And we learn for next time. So our communication is always, always evolving.
1: What kind of trouble?
2: (laughs) Well... Like I said, our rule is same room, same bed, same pile. And we were in a situation, it was in a hotel room where it was a big group of people. And there were several beds in the area. And two women
3: came <laughs> and said, hey, can we play with you? So they took me out of the room yeah. while Carol was in the pile, oh. sitting at the bottom of getting fucked and all that stuff. And then when she was finished, she looked up and I wasn't there.
2: Right. Which is not, it's against our rules. It doesn't seem like it's such a terrible thing because he was literally on the next bed. However, I was there without him and that was not our thing. Mm. So we talked about it afterwards. And, and we've and, tightened
3: up our rules a little yes. bit. And we say now we want to be within arm's l- length of I each like other.
2: I So
3: cute. Right. And (laughs) one of the the big points uh, for that is, you know, you know your partner. And when you're in a swinging situation that guy or that girl doesn't necessarily know exactly what to do to please you. So, you know, if there's a guy going down on Carol and he's trying to put his fist up her pussy or she's going in too fast, I'm like, hey, bud, just go slowly. Put two fingers on her G-spot. She's going to squirt all over you. Don't rip her nipples off. Just massage them nightly, nicely, and <laughs> she's going to have this most amazing orgasm, and she's going to come two or
1: three times. But... Do you get protective of her Like if you see someone that you feel like is natural? Oh, certainly. We're
2: we're checking on each other constantly. That's just part of it. Uh, That's part of the rules. And it happens sometimes, you know,
3: my cock's not hard. And Carol's like, oh, I see the girl. She's not doing this right. So she'll come over and she'll... I'll
2: suck his cock and get him hard again. Get it all turned on again. And,
3: you know, we we just look out for each other. That's what we love about about swinging is even though we're in it and we're... Playing with other people, who you might even say are like our sex toys, it's it's about how it strengthens our couple.
2: What and are, it's also about having fun. If we're not having fun, why do it? So we ought to make sure the other one's having fun. Totally. I, it, I also, you know, it's pretty
0: fascinating to me um, this that it's, you know, you guys are very accepting of of having sex that is not emotional, um, and then you, you like you have a place where you want emotional sex, where you want just sex of the physical, pleasure of it um, that's, that's always been very challenging for me But it, it's has it always been like that for you guys? Or uh, was it something that you guys kind of grew into?
2: No, I think that when we first got together, we had a lot of very wild sex to start off with, and we knew that that was the kind of thing that turned us on. And after a while, we d- didn't want that to go away. And as you know, the hormones fade, and the, when the honeymoon's over, and I think it was probably exactly at that time when we discovered the swinging lifestyle, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that's probably why it became so apparent that that would add spice to our sex life. And it mm-hmm. does.
3: And you know, on 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 the sexylifestyle dot com on our website and our uh, radio show, our tagline is. Spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy, and horny. And, you know, any couple who's in any relationship needs to work at it. You know, uh, relationships are hard work. Relationships begin and end in the bedroom. And if you don't work at it, it's going to become stale and boring and sexless like our marriages did. And you end up. Our previous marriages. Our previous (laughs) marriages, exactly. And you just end up. Divorced, or you end up alone, and there's no reason for that because you know, like you guys were saying, communication is so important.
1: You know, it's interesting that you say that. Someone had sent me um, uh, an article about menopause. He said, "Please discuss menopause on one of your shows uh, because I'm with my wife, and uh, you know, she's just in pain all the time, and the doctors aren't able to give her the right medicines and." And then he sent me an article, but someone said it's really not even about the, the hormones as much as it's about the, you know, the nutrition and the, the diet and the exercise, things like that. But it sounds to me like the psychological component of what you're talking about would really help those who are having lack of sex drive.
2: Absolutely. And I mean, I've been through menopause. I'm on the other side of it now. And and it is a little bit more challenging after to get the arousal going. But when you know, how um, uh, when you understand your body, and when you can do the things that make your body uh, work well, it's fine. You know, it's just great. We eat well, we exercise, we have lots of great sex, we use lots of lube, and it works great for us. And
3: I just want to get I just want to get back to um, what Cam was talking about later. And uh, earlier, um, why don't we talk a little bit about that jealousy component? We always get those questions on our show. Oh, People certainly. say, um, "How do you deal with the jealousy factor?" Yeah, I
0: That's could the- I could say firsthand. Like that would I could barely think about my ex girlfriend having sex with someone else without <laughs> growing jealous or upset. So uh, I'm going
2: to tell you right now, Cam. You're probably not going to have fun in the lifestyle. If you're worried <laughs> okay. about that, it's not. It's not the lifestyle for you. Yeah. Um, so one of the things that we talk about all the time is that jealousy is a natural reaction. You can't help it. It just happens, and you don't really have that control. But when you're in a very strong, loving relationship with good communication and you do feel some jealousy pop up for whatever reason, sometimes with David's with another woman, and he's she's really going down on him, and he's loving it, you know, it it can happen. But when you stop and think about it, and you take a deep breath, and you say, Oh, my goodness, this is my husband, he's in love with me, we are going home together tonight, we're strong, and open. And that's what I want in my life, then that jealousy just fades. It's like a fleeting glimpse of jealousy, and it just fades very quickly when I reassure myself. So insecurity and jealousy kind of go together. So if you are in the lifestyle and you feel a little bit of jealousy at any given time, take a deep breath, and it's probably a fleeting moment. And if not, then maybe it's time for a discussion about how we can work together to make sure that that doesn't happen again.
0: Right. And I
2: want to specify, like,
0: the thought of of my ex girlfriend having sex with someone else is more painful for for the emotional sake of it. Thinking, oh, she's actually thinking that this is a another equally, you know, em, emotional interaction with someone, uh, and 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 feeling like, oh, God, I, you know, th- that's painful. That's hard. Whereas what you guys are talking about is, you're able to to step back and say, oh, this is not an emotional connection. This is just a pure physical connection. That's, that's Right. Happening. That's
2: separating love from sex. So what exactly. you're thinking about when you're here or, or imagining your ex-girlfriend having sex with someone else, you're thinking that she loves that other person. Correct. So you're connecting sex and love. Right. So in, in the swinging lifestyle you, or in any other type of alternative lifestyle, you have to learn how to separate sex from love and know that your partner loves you. But even though you're having sex with somebody else, your partner loves you.
0: I love you, baby.
3: Thank
2: you, honey. Aww. I love you, too. Do you think that's an
0: important thing that every couple needs? Or is it just, you know, if, you, if you're feeling it? Like, should oh. everyone be able to separate sex and love?
2: Well, you know, I, I don't know exactly if what the answer is there. I don't think masturbating uh, is a separation between love and sex. Um, but that was the first thing that came into my mind. If you're not a swinger, you might not need to separate love from sex. It might be okay. Okay. Um, Wait, well, I don't maybe, understand. What are you saying about masturbating? Well, I don't know because you're not having sex with your partner. So are you separating love for your partner? Because when, when you're, you're masturbating, masturbating oh, you're I still see. having
3: some sort of sex.
2: Right. Oh, that was a, just a thought. Yeah, the,
0: it, it does get, a, it's, it's a little trickier there. It is like this, this kind of strange fantasy. My feelings about masturbation are a little bit conservative as well. <laughs> <laughs> I am, I am I really am, I am part of me is ashamed of how v- fucking vanilla
1: Muggle I am. Don't, don't be <laughs> don't be ashamed of your Muggleness. Own it. No, no, no. You, are be, who you are you it's are you are who good. you are. And but and the other part of that is that you have it, it. Talk to we should talk to you. You know, ten years into a marriage, totally. See if you feel the same way, yeah.
0: I I mean, right. yeah, you're, you're totally right. Yeah, sex I'm going on, on right ten years. Is, yeah, I'm still sex. very. It's
1: still exciting and new, and it's with with a variety of people.
0: Right, totally. And then throw
3: kids in.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Yeah. But you know, I'm going on ten years, and I could see where you know, if, if I, I think I'd be more interested in like the whole like voyeuristic like, exhibitionist aspect. But I mean, who knows? You know, I think it, like you, you, you have to do the small steps. My main concern also is I can't help thinking about the whole disease issue.
2: Uh, yeah. I, and again, it's definitely. Uh, Something that you should uh, talk about that you talk about and make sure you use this condoms and practice safer sex
3: anywhere you go in the lifestyle there are bowls and buckets of condoms and lube so people can't by accident not have it they're always always available so safer sex is definitely practiced everywhere we've been
2: in the lifestyle. What and about if you are worried about it yeah. then just fuck your own partner It's you don't have to share partners in the right. lifestyle
1: well, what I'm saying is like what about like going down on someone oral sex and all those kind of um you know exchanges of fluids fluids bottled <laughs> fluids. Yeah.
3: so so we we have not seen in the lifestyle anybody use any sort of protection when it comes to oral sex um I'm sure there are some people that do we just we haven't seen it, and um in our um circle of lifestyle getaways and vacations and conventions and stuff um it's not something that's generally used
2: it's, it's not common right. to use it's not common to use condoms or dental dams during oral sex do you it's
0: guys not uh, just does that
2: cause anxiety for either of
0: you or is that something you've accepted and not even no, worth it no we're time? not anxious about we're not S- anxious at all
1: have you STDs. ever gotten any kind of herpes no. or any nope. of that kind Never. of stuff from this no no
2: we oh. don't even know anybody uh, personally who has got stds from the the lifestyle so that's just our experience.
0: It also seems like such an open community that that would be something discussed prior to you know if they knew they had herpes they probably would be telling the people that they'd be sexually involved with. Of right? course, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. I agree absolutely. with that. Cam, I and, can't and even imagine. If- <laughs>
3: and we're we're talking we're talking a lot about the sex in with respect to swinging and the lifestyle, but our favorite part of the lifestyle are the people because everybody is so open-minded and so open to talk about anything and you have conversations with other swingers or other people in the lifestyle that you would never have with someone who um, is your co-worker at work, co-worker like, yeah. or another parent from school, unless, of course, they're a swinger. And, you know, there's one in one in a hundred,
2: four um, um, Four in a hundred. Four, four in a hundred the, yeah.
3: people are swingers. So four percent of the population, but the conversations are just so exciting and fun and never boring. So you know, when when we go away, it's always about the people, and then hopefully we have great sex with them as well.
0: Love that well, you're listening to Sex Talk with my mom. We're interviewing Carol and David of the Sexy Lifestyle. We're taking a quick break. We'll be back, mom. Did I just show you a mold of
1: my penis? You did, and I and I luckily did not show you a mold of my vagina, but both are do-it-yourself kits. We're talking about Clona Willie, our sponsor for today.
0: And if you ever wanted to give a fun, funny,
1: unique gift to someone... I did with my boyfriend. It's so much fun to make this.
0: You create your own vibrator of your own penis or a mold of your pussy. They're based in the USA. It's 100% body safe. This is an awesome gift for any birthday party it it, it, uh, it could be what a is with the gift.
1: birthday party who what kind of birthday party you're not going to give it at a birthday party but it is a fun like thing i would give it to a friend at a birthday party you're going to give him a clona Willie willy for a birthday present oh okay. it'd be great okay
0: <laughs> you can also give it to you know if you're in a long distance relationship if you and you're not seeing each other for a while this is a great way to get a dick somewhere else go to clonawilly.com and get 20 percent off right now and you should see the colors they come in hot pink purple glow in the dark yeah clonawilly.com get 20 percent off
1: and we're back with carol and david we are having the most fun sexy conversation we've had in a long time
0: (laughs) i wanted to ask you we had a listener question about swinging and, and polyamory um so first have we have we distinguished on this episode what the difference is between the two
2: well, I would say in my opinion that uh, swinging and polyram- poly- polyamory are different in the sense of emotional connection. So as we just described that swingers don't get emotionally connected to their partners when they're swinging, it's really only for the raw sex, uh, sexual experience. But in polyamory, it's about having more than one re- emotional relationship with another person. So um, if David and I did have a boyfriend or a girlfriend on the side, where we had a, a real relationship, a loving caring relationship that's polyamory gotcha.
3: I can't ha- you're enough for me as a real relationship <laughs> I don't need anybody else you just go out there and fuck other people it's much easier it so. is much
2: easier but that's just our opinion so
0: is it easy to actually get yourself into this lifestyle what are the
1: steps
2: uh, what was the question again sorry how do you get into this lifestyle oh like, how
0: well, you-
1: yeah how would I go ahead and, and tell my boyfriend I hey honey I'd like to start the swinging lifestyle with well you. you'd give us a
3: call we <laughs> would talk to both of you and you know
2: I would say the easiest way to bring up the conversation, if you're thinking about it and you're not sure if your spouse is into it, that I would say that if you started talking about your fantasies and incorporate your fantasies into your discussion, um, that that would be a really good way to test the waters to see if your partner's interested in exploring this kind of lifestyle.
3: It's the same type of discussion you would have if you wanted to have a threesome. you know have you thought about it or even if you're watching porn and you see a threesome going on or you see two couples together use that as the impetus to start the conversation and then once you feel out your partner then there's you know our radio show there's lots of places out there you can find out more information if you it to go a little further there's websites or dating sites for swingers like sdc.com um, there's um, large travel groups like luxury lifestyle vacations who all cater to not necessarily the swinging community, but the open mind, the sexually open minded community and ensure that you can find people with the same likes as you're looking for.
0: Yeah. And it, if you if you don't have like a ton of money and you kind of just wanted to explore with this, how, what what would you recommend
2: well, there's certainly, you. Uh, if you go on an, um, an online uh, open-minded community like this, SDC.com, you can meet other people who are also like-minded as you are. You go for a coffee. You can go for a drink. You can meet them that way. And if you do connect, you can make plans to get together.
3: And there's house parties everywhere. There's hotel takeovers. There's, like Carol said, meet and greets in every city across uh, America, across North America, I would say across the world. There's (laughs) swingers everywhere. 17% of the population identify as sexually open-minded. Not necessarily swingers, but just open-minded to talking about it, to being in sexual situations. And
2: perhaps exploring and maybe trying new things.
3: Absolutely. And, you know, if you're open-minded, you might not be attracted to everybody, but there might be that one couple who you click with and you have the same um, sexual um, desires that you want to explore. So there's a lot of uh, newbies or, or people in the lifestyle who don't play with other couples, but they get super turned on fucking each other next to another couple fucking each other. So you're not touching or playing with each other. You're just there with other people having sex and that might be all that you're looking for
0: and for someone who doesn't even have a, so one of our listeners doesn't even have a girlfriend but knows that he's interested in this lifestyle do you think that he should be bring at what point in dating someone does he bring up the fact that he's interested in 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 this in swinging
2: well that's um i guess first of all you have to have a very strong relationship before you get into swinging so i would suggest that you have to get uh, have a great no lifestyle. but the question
3: is He's a guy yeah. and he wants to go out dating. Yeah. Right. How does he find a girl who also wants to be open-minded and possibly be in the lifestyle? So you go and you put it in your profile and you go to uh, websites like Plenty of Fish and they have their intimate encounters part. You can go on SDC and you say... Mean hey.
2: just for a one-night stand? No, no,
3: no.
0: To meet someone who's open-minded. Right. That's exactly what he's looking for.
2: Okay. Yeah. So there you go. So and just make sure your profile indicates that that's what you're looking for.
0: Gotcha. And do you have any – what are some things that are abs- that you absolutely have found that you do not like about the lifestyle?
2: Oh, that's a really good question.
0: That was from another listener. I would like to take <laughs> credit for it, but it was from another one.
3: You know, I, I can't think of anything – that um well,
2: we, one thing that everybody tries to avoid is drama. Drama, and uh, drama just means when a couple fights in front of everybody, or uh, they didn't agree on something, oh, and they don't. What take do you it do aside. then? Oh, that's all. So you awesome. avoid drama. Yeah, we yeah.
3: haven't experienced very much of it, and if you see it going on, you just go the other way. Um, but you know, the level of respect in the lifestyle is so so high that people. Respect other people if they're having an issue. And Carol and I have been on vacations and swinger vacations, and we've had a fight, but we keep it to our room or we keep it to the far end of the beach, and <laughs> Where we you deal have those, with it.
2: Those intense discussions yeah. about what happened or what didn't happen mm-hmm. or what we need to do or what you know. Yeah, it and, it's, and it and never involves
3: out. another couple. It probably involves me doing something <laughs> wrong that we can <laughs> talk about.
0: So, so this is sex talk with my mom. We figure this is a good opportunity to bring up how this relates to your family life. What do you guys share with your kids? And so now you have kids from both, both families, right? We are a
2: blended family and we have six children. Um, Today they are from 15 to 26. But uh, probably five or six years ago, we told all our kids, all our friends and our parents and brothers and sisters and everybody we know that we're swingers. So we came out clean about six years ago. And
3: once we told them, we said, now we can't untell you, so (laughs) live with it. But uh, our kids, um, unlike you, and uh, your mom. Cam and Karen, <laughs> uh, don't even want to know that we, uh, Carol and I, have sex. So they don't want to know that we're having sex with other people. Oh. Um, we are very open. They can always come and talk to us. But um, you know, uh, having one of them on our radio show talking about sex—it's uh, not going to no, happen. It's not going to happen.
0: Wow. Yeah. And do you think they were judgmental at all? Yeah, or thinking... you guys. When they uh, found out, I don't out? think so. I think the
2: younger kids had no idea even You're what right. we were talking about. <laughs> now those What's younger sex, kids mom? are much older. <laughs> And so, they kind of understand it now. I think they all understand it now. Um,
3: What was very interesting is our oldest daughter, who's 26, um, broke up with her old boyfriend and met this new boyfriend about a year ago, and then he found out about us being swingers, and he had so many questions to her about, so what's this, and what's their radio show, and all this stuff, and our daughter, with Uh, the other relationship, didn't have to deal with it, and now she's going, Mom, okay... He wants to know about this and he wants to know about that. And, blah, 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 and then he comes over for dinner. He's asking questions. So, so that it, was
2: kind of new. It changed yeah. the dynamics yeah. with our
3: 26-year-old but daughter. But that's absolutely. a good
1: thing though, isn't it? That you guys sure. can now yes. can be all up and up, up front. Where yes. Before, the, the, you know, you're having dinner and you're saying, oh, we're going out with, you know, the Johnsons. And they're like, oh, what are they going to be doing with the Johnsons? <laughs> right.
3: But, but we, be, we believe the more parents and children talk about sex, the better sex those children will have later on in life, because they're not finding out information from the wrong sources. But like, I think like they're asking
2: the questions, it's not like we blurt out nope. sex things to them all the time. If they ask the question, we're happy to answer it.
1: Well, I, I got to tell you, you guys have really opened my eyes. I didn't, you know, it's, it's like people like to label, oh, that's a swinger. That's a this, that's a that, that's a cuckold. And you've opened my eyes to the, the many different kinds of varieties of swinging. I mean, it, it's just fascinating to me.
3: If you really want to experience uh, something unique, you need to come with us to Naughty in Orleans, July (laughs) 25th
0: to 30th. Do you have anything you'd like to plug for our audience?
3: Well, you know, our radio show is called The Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. We're on voiceamerica.com. You can find all our shows and everything else on our website, thesexylifestyle.com.
2: I want to hear about the blanket.
3: And and we have yes, a waterproof sex blanket called The Throws of Passion. Go ahead, Carol. So
2: The Throws of Passion waterproof sex sex blanket allows you to just just let go. So it takes care of all the mess and just throws in the laundry afterwards. And if you want to heighten your orgasms and not worry about the mess because you know how sometimes we're all in our heads and oh yeah don't want to just let go so we've developed this waterproof sex blanket and it's it's big enough to cover a king size bed so it's great for foursomes and moresomes it's
3: very comfortable Um, and it's
2: fleece and it's two-sided
3: what it prevents is for those women who are big squirters like carol is what it prevents is because squirt is so hot until it's not and it's cold, and the guy has to sleep on it. Oh, that well,
1: you got your so, cum stains, too, so go on. Yes. Absolutely,
3: <laughs> and massages, so it prevents all that. You put it on your bed. You have great sex. It's big enough for—we built it for swingers, so there could be two or three couples, and then when you finish having the sex, you just put it on the floor— And you could have that nice nice cuddle, clean bed, afterglow sex without, oh, oh, man, you did that over
2: there. I think
1: this is the best idea I've heard of. I think you guys should go on Shark Tank with this. I'm not kidding. This is a (laughs) phenomenal idea. I definitely want one. And we're going to sign up for an affiliate. And if there's going to be a code, what's our, what's our code? Can we get an affiliate code that says mom for our listeners? And and what can they get? Can they get a discount?
2: yeah we'll Absolutely. give you a discount 20 bucks 20 discount and whoa um, that's great for sure we'll give you all the links that you could put up on your website and you could talk about them too you can find it on our website
3: that's sexylifestyle.com throws a passion we,
0: we end with the same question every week which is no. <laughs> have you ever walked in on your parents having sex or vice for have, have your kids walked in on you having sex
1: or have your parents walked in on you having sex
0: Okay. Well,
3: we in our house um, have not walked in on our kids, but we have heard our kids having sex. Carol has walked in on her son riding his girlfriend having sex. Was, oh my God! What, was, was, just,
2: was he doing a good job? Uh, it was actually her. I, he, David wasn't there, so I'm saying it was actually the girlfriend riding him. Oh, that's right. No, <laughs> yes. Carol
3: walked. Carol walked in and said, "You know, you're not doing it right. No. Let me show
2: you." <laughs> oh, <laughs> Well, you guys,
1: thank you so, so much for being on our we'd show. We loved having you. Thank L- you for the Amazing. education and the our swinging pleasure. lifestyle. Thank
2: you so much. It
3: was our pleasure, Karen, between us and Dr. Nancy Sutton Pierce and her husband, Mark. We look forward to seeing you at Hedonism in Jamaica. Oh, With wow.
2: You, my oh,
0: boy. Hey, listeners, thank you so much for listening. <laughs> and we'd like to include you in our
1: next morning
0: after show. Yes. So please call us. Leave us a voicemail at yestextmom.com. And tell us if you are a swinger or if you have any curiosity about swinging. Or why you wouldn't swing. Basically, any reaction you have. Do you have any fears related to swinging? Do you have any stories related to swinging? Um, do, you, do you like to swing on a swing set? <laughs> okay. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'd love to hear from you. Yes, text mom. Bye-bye. I just took a measuring tape to my penis mold. We're talking about my Clona Willie, the DIY vibrator that I just used. Okay. Because I was concerned, based on your reaction, that it was too small.
1: And? It turns out that I'm in
0: the average range.
1: It is. And I got to say, not to to slut shame myself, but I've seen a lot of dicks in my time. And (laughs) it's well within the average range. Our sponsor for today is clone a Willy. Oh, yeah. clone a Willy is our do-it-yourself kits to make yourself your own vibrator or your own pussy. They are
0: algae-based. They're safe for your body. They're made in the USA, assembled in Portland.
1: And what's really fun is that you can do it with a partner. And I had a lot of fun when I was cloning my pussy.
0: You can also have, if you're in a long-distance relationship, this is perfect. You send, send a dick to someone.
1: Send your dick to someone, Cam. Okay, who are you going to send it to? I don't know. One of our lucky
0: listeners might get a dick.
1: That's what I'm thinking.
0: I'm not sending my dick to someone. I think we should
1: have an auction. No, and-
0: I think that they should go to clonawilly.com, <laughs> enter promo code MOM for 20% off.